God bless you. You may be seated. And I want you to look your neighbor in the, in the, in the eye, eyeball to eyeball, and say Merry Christmas. <laughs> Amen. Now, let's put our hands together for the best choir on the face of the earth. God bless you. Them, um, you know, I mean, if, if, you, if you haven't gotten the album yet, you need to listen to that album. It's just fantastic. I mean, and anointed, you know, and um, let's again put our hands together for the Lord. As, um, you know, today, unfortunately, people are still arguing if Christians should celebrate Christmas. You know, people are still saying, oh, he has um, an, um, perhaps an occultic background or it is not um, the early church didn't celebrate Christmas. All sorts of arguments out there. But you see, it's just like the blind man that Jesus healed. And the Pharisees were saying to him, um, he's a sinner, he's, um, he's just a little boy, he give glory to God. And the guy says, if he's a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I know, whereas I was blind and now I can see. How does that apply to us? For me, one thing I know, I love Christmas. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. I, I feel the joy of God. I feel the presence of God. I, and, and above all, people come to celebrate Jesus. Even if that is done in a, um, some funny festival, People should celebrate Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. And let's give Jesus a big, 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 big hand. You know? He's worthy of celebration. Worthy of celebration. Worthy of celebration. From, from, from the time of his birth, Jesus was celebrated. From the time he was even conceived, he was celebrated. God didn't hide the fact that he wants Jesus celebrated. When Jesus was born, um, some wise men came, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 2, from the east, and they came to celebrate Jesus. And when, when they got to Jerusalem, they lost sight of the star, and there was confusion. And they went to Herod the king. You know the story. And, and Herod said to them, when you find the baby, come and tell me so that I can come and worship him also. Of course, they wanted to kill him. The wise men found Jesus and this story happened. Matthew chapter 2 from verse 9. After this interview with Herod, the wise men went on their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary and they 
did what? They bowed down and worshipped him. Then they did another thing. They opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The first thing, if you back up um, that scripture, yeah, the first thing they did was they gave their worship. You know, we, we, we said that this morning, Christmas is for what? Christmas is for giving. Christmas is for giving. The first thing they did was they gave their worship. They gave their worship. The Bible, the Bible says to us that they bowed and worship. What's the significance of that? They bowed and posture in worship is crucial to heaven. The posture you take, not only in your heart, but the posture you take with your physical body is, is a big deal to God. You know, some people say, oh, oh I can come to church and, um, and just sit down and cross my leg, you know, and just browse through my phone. God sees my heart, you know, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm worshipping, you know. Others say, oh, pastor, you know, it's not everybody that lifts up their hands and bows down. And some of them are hypocrites, hypocrites. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't be the hypocrite. You be the legitimate worshipper. Praise the name of the Lord. So they came and they bowed. They came and they bowed. They laid aside to bow. They laid aside all their prestige. They laid aside their own greatness. And they saw a baby. And they did what? And they bowed. They bowed and they worshipped. Now the question to you this morning, as we celebrate Christmas and the atmosphere is filled with joy and we are grateful to God for that, the question is, what is keeping you from bowing? What is keeping you from bowing? What's keeping you from bowing to Jesus? What's keeping you from bowing? And you know what I mean by bowing. I'm not, again, it's important to bow physically. Um, but not necessarily that's what I'm saying. What is keeping you from surrendering? To bow to someone is to say, you are greater than me. Rankadere. You know, for those of you that understand uh, <laughs> what I've said, me lives forever, something like that. The bow. To bow to someone means you are saying you are superior to me. What is keeping you from bowing to Jesus this morning? What has kept you from bowing to Jesus? What is that thing that you are bowing to that is not God? What is that thing that is coming in, in competition with your maker? What is that thing? That makes you bow. What is that thing? The only thing worthy of your bow is Jesus. And I'm praying today in the name of Jesus that anything that is competing for your bow with Jesus, God will take away this morning. In the name of Jesus, God will take away. And when you look at that story, their bowing appears to be something that 
was an initiative from them. It was as if they saw the king and they, and they bowed. But it was actually a response. Their bowing to Jesus was a response, not an initiative. And, and what do I mean by that? It was a response to God's gift. God gave the gift of Jesus. And that gift is the gift that keeps on giving. Praise the name of the Lord. So God gave Jesus and it commanded a response. So when we talk about us worshiping and bowing to Jesus this morning, it's not so much as in making you to do something for God, but us responding to what God has done for us. Praise the name of the Lord. When we come to worship Jesus and we come to bow before him, it is not so much as we are putting our love for him on display. But we are responding to his love for us. Huge, huge difference. If you rely on your love for God primarily, there are times you don't feel like it. There are times you, you actually, you know, come to church with an attitude. Maybe you've had a bad day. Maybe your wife has been irritating. Maybe your husband. Maybe your children. Maybe, you know, so you, you are not kind of feeling that love for Jesus. But you see, if you understand that our worship is a response to the gifts that doesn't expire, Jesus, and that gift is the gift that keeps on giving. When we come before God, it inspires our worship to God regardless of what we have been facing. So, if you, yeah, they, they bowed down and worship. They bowed down and so Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, there's no point having a gift and saying thank you. It's good to say thank you as you receive it, but you really cannot say thank you until you open it. You know, a little boy, a story was told of a little boy that his father brought him a, a gift. And the mom wrapped it up in a very nice, you know, wrapping paper. Thank God for mothers. Praise the name of the Lord. And the gift was in the box. And the boy unwrapped the, the, the gift and looked at the wrapping paper. And he was, oh, it's so beautiful. And was hugging the wrapping paper. Oh, the wrapping paper is so beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. And they are like, that is not the gift. Look into the box. And when the boy opened the box, he shouted because of the gift that was in the box. Many times we are just hugging the wrapping paper. Of, <laughs> of, of what Jesus has come to do. Many times we are, we've seen the, 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 what it can be. And we're excited. And we just hold the wrapping paper and it smells so fresh. And, you know, the wrinkles just bring joy to our hearts. But God is saying to you today, look into the box. Unwrap the gift. You really cannot be appreciative 
until you unwrap the gift. A, a, a husband came back from, from work and um, it was the wife's <clears throat> birthday and he gave her a little box and the wife said, oh, thank you. This is my birthday gift. Thank you. And she tossed it on the table. You can't really say thank you until you see the content of the gift. You cannot really say thank you. So the man was like, okay, she's not going to open the gift. And she didn't. All through the night, she went to bed. The gift was there. In the morning, when she was arranging, she said, oh, she opened it. It was a key of a brand new BMW convertible. Then she jumped and she hugged. I was like, oh, I love you, I love you. And the man was like, the point is this. Did the gift change? Could she really say thank you before she saw the content of the gift? And same with us. We really cannot bow until we understand the beauty of this gift of Jesus that God has given to us that we are celebrating this morning. I pray today that God will help you as you open the gift of Christ. And the second thing they did, as we are trying to tie this up, <laughs> is that they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts. You see, God doesn't need anything. But God rejoices when we give him things. Praise the name of the Lord. So, they opened their treasure chest and gave Jesus gifts. Gifts of gold. You are giving gold to the person who created gold. Frankincense and mare to the person that created you and created the heavens and the earth. So, does the gifts you give to God make God richer? The gift we give to God is an expression, again, of the fact that. Let me ask you a question. If that woman had opened that box that night, what do you think will happen? Don't answer the question. It's the question that doesn't need an answer. <laughs> but the window was gone. The window, the window was gone. The window was gone. Because she didn't open it. Whatever response she gives is because of the appreciation of the gift. And that is so, so important for us to understand that when we give to God, we are not making God richer. No, we are not. Unfortunately, the, the, the things that we do, sometimes it's questionable if we really knew who Jesus was or we really know who Jesus is. Imagine Jesus is standing here before you this morning. Imagine Jesus is here 
and he is. Praise the name of the Lord. I know he is there because he says he was there and he's not a liar. Where two or three are gathered in my, there I am in there. He's here with us. Imagine if Jesus were, was here with, he's standing in front of you this morning and it's his birthday. What are you going to give him? <laughs> Someone says, get, get. <laughs> what, are, what are you going to give? If Jesus were standing in front of you this morning, what are you going to give? Now, yes, yes, when we give to God's work, we give to Jesus. When we give to God's kingdom, we give to Jesus. We expand his work on earth. We expand his kingdom. People can come to him because of our giving, yes. However, there's an aspect of giving to Jesus that I want us to, um, um, I want to point a searchlight to. If Jesus were standing before you, Matthew 25, then this righteous ones replied with, with, to the Lord. And they said, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or, or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick in prison and visited you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you are doing it to, to me. So Jesus is saying to you this morning, you want to give me a gift? Find someone that can't pay you back and give them. You want to give me a gift? Visit the hospital. You want to give me a gift? Go to the prisons. Thank God we are going to the prison on Thursday. Praise the Lord. And I'm not going. <laughs> because it's female prison. <laughs> I don't want trouble. <laughs> but I will send my gifts. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. And I will stand before Jesus. And Jesus will say to me, I saw your gifts that day. That's how it works. If you're you clapping, that's how it works. You should. Because there's nothing you do for him that he does not appreciate and recognize and take note of. He's going to say thank you one day. You're going to stand before him and he's going to say, I was hungry and you fed me. Tomorrow, we are feeding over a thousand people. At least a thousand people. Jesus, you want to give him a gift? He's saying, please, um, when you do it to any of these, your brothers and sisters, you have done it for me. I want to show us a video, even as we pull everything together. And this video is going around on social media. Now, I need to put out a disclaimer. I don't know the, the guy, number one. Number two, I don't necessarily... Um, approve of how he's going about it. I don't know why he's recording it. But I thank God he recorded it because the, the, the video impacted me. So, just focus on the reaction of the people that received this gift. Do we have the video? 
Let's roll it. Just said to her that all the goods you are selling is two thousand naira. change people's lives. There are people out there today that God has placed and they are waiting for you. Jesus is standing. Would you say Merry Christmas to them? Not just empty-handedly. Would you put a smile on their faces? You know, I want us to leave this place and not just zoom home to enter our air-conditioned cars, to our air-conditioned houses. <laughs> let's, let's stop and buy some, some mouth organ. <laughs> if there is any. <laughs> and let's just make someone happy. Is that, is that a good plan? 
Let's pray as grace of the Lord Jesus. Because it's about Jesus, and he says, I was hungry, and you, let's burn our hearts as we burn our heads. I want, I want to pray with you this morning. What is that thing that is preventing you from bowing to Jesus? What is that thing? You're like, Pastor, there's no better day for me to put my relationship with God right than on a Christmas morning. Can you pray with me? Yes, I want to pray with you. Should I come forward? No, you don't need to come forward. Wherever you are seated, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Pastor, that is me. Pray with me. Put up your hand now over your head. Jesus, take. God bless you. God bless you. Over there. Keep that hand up. God bless you. Once you have the card, God bless you. Another hand over there. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. Another hand. Another hand at the back. God bless you, my brother. That is me. Over there, that corner. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. That is me. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Another hand here. God bless you. That is me. I am bow. I want to bow to him. I have never surrendered to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I used to be born again. I used to be with God. I backslid in. Can I come back today? Yes, you can. You can, you can, my brother, my sister. Put up that hand over your head, over your head, and we'll pray together. Once you have the card, you can put down your hand and, and we're about to pray. The rest of us, let's talk to God about what we've heard. Father in heaven, we pray for everyone. We pray for everyone that is surrendering to you today. We, we ask that you unpack that gift of Christmas for them, Lord. And let your name and your name alone be glorified. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Let's pray together for the Lord, for his kindness and his mercies.